Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Renee Sills. I'm a consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Embodied Astrology is a multidimensional learning space where we explore the many ways that astrology manifests through our lives and in our world, and we play with the synthesis and application of astrology with other modalities, including those in the realms of art, healing, and activism. If you enjoy what you hear, please support this work by sharing our podcasts and horoscopes with your friends and networks, making a one-time donation, or signing up for one of our memberships, and make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Embodied Astrology. Hello, Aries. Welcome to Gemini season. As I am tuning in with your chart, I'm feeling the immensity of change, first and foremost, that is just in the general field right now. It's in the environment. It's in the world. A lot is changing. A lot is shifting. And what does that mean? What does that mean for us in our usness as a human race, species? in our usness as life forms on planet earth. Um, and then in whatever way that you think about us or the possessive plural, who you belong with, your communities. Um, yeah. What does it mean? All this change. What does it mean? What are you going towards? What are you moving towards? What is in the future? And as we move into Gemini season, it feels like your social reality is starting to change quite profoundly. It has been changing for a little bit now. Um, the last couple of years, I think, really asked you to look at um, certain realities of your social circumstances, your friendships, what groups and communities you are a part of, or how you feel yourself in relationship to kind of larger social identity. I think the last couple of years definitely brought some challenge, brought some growth. And what's happening now, it feels like, is a much deeper layer or level um, around your intentionality and desire. And it feels to me like you are forecasting a little bit and thinking about what you want in the future in the long term and that there is a, a need in the short term to figure out what's short term and what's long term and you're an Aries so I think that is a good discernment practice all the time for y'all um, Aries likes to move fast. Aries is a you know it's cardinal fire it's like I have the vision let's go let's do it who cares how we get there? We're going to get there because we're passionate, right? And Aries is like, I believe in a thing and I feel this way. And so like, that's the confidence that I need. You do need that. You do need that. That is a gift. That is a strength. And it's really helpful with other people often. You know, it's very helpful for many people to have people like you around because many people do not feel that way. They feel stuck. They feel slow. They feel uncertain. And so your enthusiasm is important, but it is good for you to be discerning about what is short-term and what is long-term potential. And something is happening as we move into Gemini season 
where it feels like you want the long term now. And I have to say that it's coming, but it's going to take some time because it's long term. It's a thing that you're going to have to build over time. And how this relates to your social experience, I don't know, but it, it does feel social in some way. It's like you see the vision for yourself or it does feel futuristic in some way. Maybe it's for society. I don't know. It's like you have these ideas and it's like, this is what I want. So we move into Gemini season. You're like, this is what I want. You've got all these ideas. And then there's the material layer of reality to contend with. And the material layer of reality is money and time and resources. It's aging. It's the conditions. It's like all of the stuff of your actual life. And that's actually a huge place of focus as we move into Gemini season. And it's like you've got all these ideas, but really the focus is on what is right now at hand and what do you need to do in order to provide for yourself now and in the future. And this is really where this question, this discernment question becomes very important because some of the things that you need to do to provide for yourself in the future are also things that you need to do to provide for yourself now. Some of the things that you need to do to provide for yourself now don't mean anything about what you need for the future. Or they might lead there in some way. But it's like there's, some, there's something going on that feels like you need to know what is pressing and what's immediately needing your attention and what is a long-term process so that you can just relax and kind of be in the process with it. I don't know if any of that makes sense. Um, so the first 10 days of Gemini season, there's this kind of um, this density to the quality of time where I feel like things are speeding up. I think you've got a lot on your mind. You're really in the future is that is what it feels like to me. You're really in like what's going to happen and the potentials of something. Um, but there's this density of like the reality of things. And it feels like there's just a lot to deal with on the material plane. There's feelings, there are connections, there are emotions, there are attachments, there's stuff coming up around like resources and home and um, values and communication and what, what people are, you know, really devoted to and how to do something different. It's like, you've got a lot of stuff kind of going on in the first 10 days. Then we get into June and in June, something starts to shift and it feels to me like you up until this point, maybe the last couple of weeks have been kind of be trying to be strategic about what your resources situation is because there's a lot of emphasis on the material plane. And so I don't know what that means, but it's practical. It's of the matter. Possessions, money, things that you are, you have attachment to, like think about that. Also, how are you going to make those things? How are you going to get those things? How are you going to care for those things? Oh, those things change. Like what you want changes. 
uh, what you need changes, the way that you can work with resource changes. So that's kind of like this focus area. And then when we get into June, it's like, okay, now things are moving forward and you're more clear. And the last couple of weeks have been giving you clarity, but you've been kind of like, it just feels so dense. It feels like you're so in it that it's hard to figure out what it is. And then we get into June and then you're like, okay, breathe. There's some space and something maybe feels like it starts to move in a different way. Um, and now June is really interesting for the Aries charts. I want to say that astrology, especially sun sign astrology is so, it has to be so generalized because there are 9 billion people on the planet and there are 12 signs. So you have to make your own meaning. And I, you know, this energy can do all kinds of things for all different people, including things that don't feel great. But I want to say that June looks hot for Aries. And I hope that it's hot in a way that feels great because there are things that are happening in your chart that to me feel like, wow, this could feel great. Like this could feel like pleasurable. This could feel really fun. This could feel romantic. This could feel playful. This could feel creative. Um, this is definitely a period of time for Aries where you you want and need to be feeling yourself. And I don't know what does that for you, but I would highly recommend that you do things that boost an Aries, but that you do them with like, you know, self-care and sanity. So things that boost a feeling for Aries is like getting strong, right? Like feeling strong in your body, feeling powerful. How do you feel strong? How do you feel powerful? What could give you that feeling? And I want to say that anybody can have this feeling and strength can tra travel through all different pathways. And if you're a person, for example, who, um, you know, is lying in bed a lot and you're like, for whatever reason, you're lying in bed a lot. Maybe you have an injury, a disability, maybe you are older and you got to lie down a lot. I don't know what your reason is. Just an example. Maybe you're a person who lies in bed a lot. You have so much strength. You have strength in the integrity of the membranes of your cells. You have strength in the tissues of your bones. You have so much strength in your spirit. You have so much strength in your connection to your heart's truth and your capacity to live and abide by your heart's truth. There are lots of ways to feel strong. In June, how are you going to make yourself feel strong? And I want to say that on the physical, emotional, mental, psychological, spiritual levels, you want to feel strong. And that place where it's like the spirit and the body are together, that mind-body-spirit integration, that's really where you want to feel strong. You really want to feel strong there. It, like, it feels like you want to exude in your own presence. So what can you do that helps facilitate that. One thing you can do is be totally, radically, fearlessly honest. You can claim yourself. You can claim what you know about yourself. You can claim your needs. You can claim your desires. You can claim your wants. You can be totally 100% honest. 
Now, people will be people, which means they're going to be different than you. So be honest for the sake of your own liberation because it'll make you feel strong. And then what people do with your honesty is up to them. But what your honesty does is it opens a field of potentiality for them to be honest too. And what happens when you have two strong people, both, uh, you know, encountering one another, uh, is spicy. It's spicy. You might have an argument on your hands, but you might have dynamic chemistry. You might have enthusiasm. You might have creative collaboration. When you take a risk to be honest, then you get to stop pretending. And there's this energy that's coming into your chart in June that is about authenticity. It's about sovereignty. It's about claiming yourself, owning your own heart, your heart, your heart, your heart, your heart. From June through the end of October, from June until November, please be a disciple of your heart. Be devoted to your heart and your heart's truth. To be a disciple requires discipline. You cannot be a disciple in speech only. You have to be there in practice. You have to be there. What does it mean to be totally devoted to your heart's truth? And I'm asking this on a soul level. I'm not asking you this in a temporary day by day where it's like, what's your heart's truth right now? Oh, let's like go get drunk and go do this thing and like party. I don't know if that's your heart's truth or what's your heart's truth right now. I don't know. You know, it's like there's a difference again between what's short term and what's long term. And your heart's truth is here to guide you into the long term. And so if you are a disciple of your heart's truth, if you're devoted to your heart's truth, then you might tune in with your choices and your actions and your engagements in Gemini season and ask yourself, is this the truth of my heart right now or is this the truth of my heart in 20 years? And not, is this the truth of my heart in 20 years of possibility because you're forecasting and you're hoping that you're going to change or that something's going to change. But it's like, what is, what do I know I want to abide by? What do I know I am committed to now that is going to lead me into the future? What is the truth of your heart? What do you want to be moving towards? I know the thing I just said was confusing about now and then and, and something, but I hope that the I hope that the essence that is coming through is that there are different choices that we make when we're really hyper-focused on the present moment and on the sensations of the present moment and whatever happens to be coming up then. And, and it's important to be present and it's important to be able to track what's happening now and it's important to be able to be verbal and honest about what is true for you right now. It's also important to not project and future forecast into the future potentialities and get attached to them. But it's also important to know what you know about yourself and where you want to be going. And when the things come up that feel really acute right now, feel really acute, 
then double check them against what you know about yourself and where you want to be going. Like get, get some perspective and use your mind. Use your mind not to control the situation or strategize about what to do, but to more deeply understand your methods and what you're trying to get, like what your desires are. I feel like I could go on for another few minutes and maybe confuse you more. So I'm going to just put that down for a second. And I'm going to say that there's a full moon on June 3rd that is a very activating, very energizing full moon for the fire signs. This is a full moon that in your chart really highlights a sense of um, what really wants to be agency, I think, your own agency. And it really highlights the feeling that you have to be following your path. And your path is made clear by your heart. It is not something that you follow with your head. Your head, your brain, your mind needs to be in service of your heart. You know what is true for you. And the full moon on June 3rd is illuminating that truth. Pay attention to what you know in your heart. Don't, don't do mental gymnastics around it. Be honest. Between the full moon and the new moon, the new moon is on June 17th, Between the full moon and the new moon, it feels to me like a lot is happening. Like, wow, a lot is going on. So something is getting sorted out is what it feels like during this time. And there is this question that is very present in your chart right now about the future. And so that can obviously mean an, a limitless amount of things. So what's consuming you right now about the future? And remember that, the, that getting to the future is creative. It is a creative journey to be alive. And you have a lot of creative agency. And you have many resources. So now we're back to the resources place. You have many resources that you can work with. And if if you can be courageous enough to claim some of them that you haven't claimed before, you have more resources than you have acknowledged. And there's a lot of resource support coming in for you this year. That means money. That means access. That means abundance of all kinds. That means support. It means opportunities. What do you want for the future? You want something, clearly. I mean, there's like something that you're trying, you're like trying to figure out how to get there. You have to listen to your heart and you have to work creatively with your resources. And when it comes to relationality, you have to be honest. And only through honesty are you going to be able to figure out how to do the thing. And you need to be honest with yourself right now. And, I, and that is what feels like it's clarifying also around the new moon is that 
on a psychological level, there's some settling that is happening inside of you. And it feels like a maturation process, a psychological maturation process that you're in right now. And it feels like you're contending with reality. And I know you're human. So you've contended with reality many, many, many times in your life. You've had many, many opportunities to have this kind of experience, which is basically the experience of like, wow, that's not how I thought it would go. Or like, wow, <laughs> I had a big ass dream. And then needing to like check in with the sense of expectation and kind of bring yourself down to earth. Like what is real? What resources do you actually have to work with? And what is the reality of the situation at hand? If you are in fantasy land, you're suffering, like you're, you're prolonging the suffering. Be, be real with yourself about like, okay, this is what I have to work with. This is what's needed. This is what's here. This is what's possible. Don't, don't do that thing where you're future tripping and attached to a future. And don't do that thing where you're totally attached to what it feels like now. Zoom out, see what is real right now. And feel into the deepest truth that you can about what it is about the future that you're trying to get to. And the new moon reveals something. And it reveals a layer of confusion is what it feels like. And over the next several months until early next year, you're in a place where you are clarifying. And there's some kind of um, preparation that needs to happen in order to get to this future space. And that begins in the middle of June, um, or, or it, it like emerges that this is gonna need to happen. And that's gonna take until the end of 2024, at least, but, at, but probably until then, like the last few months of 2024. So be patient, but there's something that needs to happen that feels like it's a foundational understanding of the thing that's being reached for, like you have this idea of what you're trying to get to, but what is, what is that idea? Like as a legacy, like what, what, what are you trying to do with your life? There's some kind of layer of conclusion or preparation or integration that needs to happen before you can move into this next chapter, into this new thing. And that starts to become very palpable around the Gemini new moon. Aries, I really wanna encourage you to tune in with the new moon as a time for deep meditation and also really being with whatever is present for yourself. It feels like there are some hard emotions that are present for you around the new moon on June 17th. And these emotions aren't new kinds of flavors in your life. I think they feel persistent. I think that there's like things coming up that, you know, they feel like long-term doubts, challenges, insecurities, hardships that you have faced. And there's a legacy to them. And there's something that's getting activated around the new moon that can allow a different kind of conversation with these patterns if you are willing to be intimate with them, which means turn towards them. And 
be with them, like be with yourself. This is a really important time for you to hold yourself, to hold yourself with a lot of tenderness, to acknowledge the pain and the histories that are there, to hold what is unknown about them and, you know, where they, they can produce their own kind of energy states, like just to be present with all of that. And maybe go through a kind of process where you just really give them time and space to take up space in your consciousness, like let them speak through your pen and journal. And when you have really given them time and space, then notice what you notice about them and ask yourself, do you want to continue to carry these kinds of stories on, these kinds of patterns on? And I think that some of them you're ready to put down, but it is, uh, it's, it's necessary for you to be very honest with yourself that they are there so that you can be conscious of them so that you can start to put them down. And these are self-limiting belief systems. These are like places where, you know, you get in your own way for fear of feeling a certain way, but it's like, just acknowledge that that feeling is there and then you'll be less scared to feel it because you'll have kind of more agency with it. And then the fear doesn't have to dictate you in the same way. This kind of process will also really, really help you, by the way, understand your values and value. And it will really understand what you have to work with, right? When I'm talking about resources. And it'll really help you understand how to get what you need because it'll clarify a lot for you to give yourself that time and space. Aries, I would love to invite you to join me every week in the somatic space. I offer a weekly tune-in sensing space. I think this would be really good for you in Gemini season if you have the patience for it because it's not an exercise class. It is a meditation class. It's a movement meditation class where we work with the felt sense and the corporeal intelligence to process the astrology that's coming up in the week. And it's not a linear process. It's like you guys just got to be with it and then we'll do things in the class that hopefully build some kind of state of awareness that help you in your life through the week. And I feel like this kind of thing is really helpful for you right now just to support you in this time. So you can tune in live 8 a.m. on Mondays Pacific time or you can find the recording. Drop in by donation. You can join a membership if you would like and that supports me very much. So thank you if you do. Um... I also want to say, so I was mentioning June is a very creative time for you. And some of you have like something that you are working towards and it feels super exciting. And it feels like you are finding the resources and you're figuring it out and you're putting it out there. And it's like, yes, this is going to happen. And it is so important that you keep it in check between what is now and what is in the future because it's a long-term thing that you're working on. But this is a highly creative, very fertile period of time. It's very supportive for seeding these kinds of long-term projects. And the more that you are tapped into your creative, joyful, erotic energy in June, the more you lend to the success and the like outflowing of joy in those projects. I don't know what they are. So um, be joyful. Find, find ways to be creative in June, even if you have to force yourself, some of you. But I think a lot of you are going to have a grand old time and it'll be fine. And on the new moon, uh, on, the, on the, the new moon where I was like, there might be some feelings, you want to be here for them. 
there's an opportunity to be creative with a award-winning playwright and author, Janata Petrus, who's teaching a series with Embodied Astrology this year on creativity. And she's beginning from a foundation of astrology to help us feel into what is offered here from this sign. So with Gemini, we're thinking about creative process, how to gather it all, how to be with it, and how to just kind of be in this sorting, arranging, combining associative space. This would be great for you right now. Very helpful for your energy. That's June 18th, the day after the Gemini new moon. You can get the recording if you can't attend live. And then finally, on May 19th, which is the day before Gemini season begins, Ramon Parrish has taught a workshop, the new um, abundance and power and some of you might be really, really interested in this. So if you're an Aries person who feels activated and compelled around issues of land, climate, and food justice, and I think many of you are, and if you're someone who's thinking about sustainability and the long-term needs that we have on this planet for land and food uh, and well-beingness um, for all involved, then this is a workshop for you. Ramon Parrish is an astrologer who I deeply respect and admire. He is looking at generational astrology and collective astrology, helping us to ground in the moment of now in a time of very much precarity. Um, that was a grammatically incorrect sentence, but Ramon is going to support us in this time, help us activate in our own charts to feel into the collective flow of potential revolution. And he's going to give us seed packets for ways that we can instill and seed change in our own communities. The recording is available because it has already happened by the time that you hear this. Um, check it out. You can find all the information on Embodied Astrology offerings at embodiedastrology.com. I'm wishing you all the best. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.